I'd like to welcome y'all to Secrets from the South. I'm your friend, Scotty Ray, along with my co-host, Terry. Now, you'll quickly catch on that we don't sound like the man on the 6 o'clock news. We talk a little slower, and we've got a southern drawl. But nonetheless, we've got a great podcast lined up just for you. We'll bring you some interesting stories. They're sometimes crazy and a little unbelievable. But it would be just plain impolite not to share them. So get yourself comfortable. Find some southern charm and a glass of iced tea and enjoy. So when was the last time you looked at a headline? Or maybe actually sat down and watched the news? Was anything uplifting? Chances are you saw somebody burning a building, yelling at somebody, cussing somebody, and it just makes you wonder why we can't get along. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode titled, America, Angry All the Time. Well, Thanksgiving is wrapped up. And Did you have a good you, one? Not bad at all. I didn't get to go hunting because I'm working on that new studio for us. But it's going to be worth it. One day we'll be there. One, it'll be worth it. You know, you look at all this holiday stuff. Now, I was, I guess there's what you'd call a lot of road rage out everywhere. But I saw this before we get into that, and it just sparked my attention. Did you see this in California about the money? No. The armored car, and it's only like a dream come true, door comes open and money flies everywhere. And the United States government, along with the FBI, is telling everybody, return the money. Yeah, there's a couple pictures of people, but trust me, they ain't bringing the money back. She gone. <laughs> there ain't going to be anybody bringing that money back. Can you? That was in San Diego on the freeway. Can you imagine? As long as there's no photo. Oh, my gosh, it's Look at everywhere. Down but, the grass. I mean, some of these people, I mean, it's obvious who these people are. Yeah. Because they've got photos of them. Why would you want a photo of grabbing all that money? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my head down and stuff as much as I can. I mean, they might as well go ahead and turn it in because as soon as... Somebody's got to lose their job. It was somebody's job to close the door. I mean, really. I mean, they're in deep dookie, as we used to Unless say Unless the there was a malfunction that could be explained. Yeah. That's the good side, <laughs> I guess you would call it, of driving... Folks are everywhere getting that I, money. I mean, they're into it. Christmas you, has come early. And you can't blame them. But, you know, as you look at things around the nation, that that's kind of like a, a funny, a happy. But people, where has common sense gone in the United States, Terry? You know, I don't even go as far as saying it. I think it's everywhere. Where does all of this, like you said, where does all of this rage come from? It's meanness. Now, let me, could it have anything to do with playing video games all your life and you haven't dealt with real life out there or am i just making this up because i've read it online well i mean i think it's a combination of people don't live in the real world i think it's a combination of we want what we want when we want it and you know back in the day i mean you remember like if your parents were going to make a purchase they didn't just run out and go get it. You saved. And, you know, now you can whip out a card and you can get anything. So they don't live in the real world. They want nice things, as we all do. But I, I think that maybe they're unhappy with their job. Maybe they're unhappy with their spouse. Maybe they're unhappy with their children. Maybe they feel stressed and under pressure to produce. You know, because face it, a lot of companies ask a lot of their employees in the sense of, 
where a, let's just say a manufacturing facility used to employ 600 people. Well, they've had to make cutbacks and they've tried to do it strategically and efficiently. So now that they only need 500 employees, and if there's not any automation that can be attributed to running efficiently, they're trying to get people to do more. So I don't know if they have deadlines that they have to meet. Everybody's kind of feeling the pressure of producing and being, I think it was easier 20 years ago when we had more industry in the world or in particular in the U.S. And now it's, you have more regulations. You have more, I don't know if you call it competition across the pond. I'm going to call it greed. And I watch it every day, Terry. You know, you go back to the 50s when people used to make a living and they could support their family off minimum wage. You can't do it anymore because the CEO of the company has got to get a $10 million Christmas bonus. And instead of the workers getting the money, it goes to one individual at the top of the ladder and that bunch gets it. And it's not spread. It, that bothers me. I mean, don't get me wrong. You've got some great individuals. But I just think that when you look at the stats, there's got to be a lot of pent-up anger and stress. And it's got to boil over at some point. Well, it's like a chicken on a, in a, uh, on a hot pan. If you want to make them dance, you turn up that heat just a little bit more, and that chicken's going to move around. He's going to do the little jig for you. And that's what's happened to America. And, and I find that that's terrible because I'm not saying that we didn't have stress 20, 30, 40 years ago, but the amount of, I guess, violence and rage just seems to be at an all-time high. Let me give you some stats. Here we are talking about that we're – Right on the end of Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving is about what we should be thankful for. You know, we're with our family. Hopefully everybody has been with their family and their friends over the holidays and really kind of reflecting on the things that we have to be grateful for. And for hopefully for most that were fortunate enough to be off on Thanksgiving or if not off, being able to share some time with and around a meal with your friends or your family and just kind of unwind. Well, I have to give kudos to one American company uh, that I read this week. From now on, Target is going to give, they're going to shut down from now on. They're not going to open on Thanksgiving. They announced that from here forward, never opening up. And I think that that does for a lot of our employees, especially, like I said, those that I don't know if they're feeling the pressure to, because you know how stressful it is with Christmas around the corner. Oh, yeah. I mean, for you and I, for two totally different reasons, you, you don't do the shopping. For me, we don't have that many people to buy for. And that was a family decision because we'd rather spend time with them than we would rush out and buy something that they already have and don't really need. So um, it, it works for two different reasons. But for a lot of people, it is stressful. They don't have the money. They've got too many things they've got to buy. Deadlines that they've got to meet. I mean, you know, work doesn't stop just because it's the holiday. So there's this variety of things. But I thought it was kind of interesting to say that 82% of drivers in the U.S. admit to having road rage or driving aggressively at least once in the past year. I'm probably part of that 82%. But 59% of the drivers reported showing anger by honking. 45% of the drivers reported changing lanes without signaling. And 42% of us 
yell or scream some offensive thing. You've got people that get behind the wheel of a vehicle and it doesn't take much to kind of light that stick of dynamite. I was sitting here thinking, I've only blown my horn at a dog. I don't think I've ever blown my horn at someone in traffic, even if they were slow. You know, I'll motion to let them out. That's just me. Well, I'm my thing is, I, I know that I've got a little bit of it because I have very little tolerance for somebody that doesn't drive the the pace that I think that they need to drive. But now, am I honking my horn and screaming at them? No. But there's, I see. But that internally, happen. you know, I'm probably look like I've got Tourette's. Again, I think somebody I could throw myself in there. Why am I wound up so tight over the? fact that somebody is not driving at the pace that I think they should. But then you got other people that, okay, while I'm keeping my anger within the confines of my own vehicle, I mean, you got people that will pull off, pull somebody on the side of the road and go to punching them yep. or pull out of a gun and shoot them. I mean, we look at all that. of this. People die at the hands of others just because of road rage. Yeah. That's on the increase. So we talk about how many people are out there during the Thanksgiving holidays that are going to be working their way home. It's estimated that 53.4 million people have either traveled for Thanksgiving by a car or plane. So what's this going to be like at Christmas? Do you see these numbers? Do you think that's going to go up, that it's going to be even more? Well, I know that. A lot of people travel for Thanksgiving. I would think we're probably going to see something pretty close to that. But they're saying that rage is, and really, is really a physical or psychological stress. And that alcohol usually is regarded as a source of physical stress. Alcohol consumed before or during, and this is talking about a flight, may cause a person to experience air rage so you got road rage and you got air rage all right now think about how dangerous our roads are right now with people getting ready to make their way home and you got that many people that are on the road you know that a lot of these folks poor folks and you need to be on the lookout are going to encounter somebody with road rage how many times have you gotten on the interstate scotty i mean this happens to us all the time and you see a car that's going 120 miles an hour in a four-lane traffic going one way, and they're zipping in and out, zipping in and out of traffic. It takes one second for them to make a wrong move, and they've caused an accident. Well, I'll give you a prime example. Me and my dog, Sophie, just last week, went up to Chick-fil-A, and we're cruising home in the Lincoln Continental with the sunroof open. We're cruising along at about 50 miles an hour, and this person in front of me in a straightaway slams on brakes to make a U-turn. And me and Sophie had to bow down on the brakes in that Lincoln Continental. <laughs> and then here come the Chick-fil-A drinks all the way from the back seat. They hit the seat and all four Cokes splatter all over the Lincoln. Were you mad? I was beyond mad. And, I mean, uh, but it's, I, I want to go as far as saying this. And somebody may question this. I almost think that's a combination of people that have so much pent-up anger, or it, let's just say it takes very little to get them in road rage or air rage. And then there's the other folks, and this is kind of what you're speaking to here, that seem to be caught up in what's best for me. Oh, it's the me movement. 
I don't have any regard for anybody else except for me. Yep. Or let's just say that pull up to a light and you can't even hear your own thoughts because you hear somebody else's music. Or how did we get this way? And do we ever see ourselves being able to go back in time and have calmer, more sensible people behind the wheel? You talk about being in an airplane. Okay. Long time ago, you know how air travel was, boy, you were something if you got to go on a plane. Now, because of 9-11, and I totally get it, you got to be in an airport two hours earlier. Yep. You pretty much have got to get down to your skivvies to show someone oh, that you, you got, don't have anything on well, your the person. the scanner shows everything on you. Yeah, but or, you know, you've been asked to take your shoes off or you got to take your jacket off. You got to put everything through the x-ray machine. I totally get it. I'm not questioning it, but I'm just saying you pretty much got to get down to your skivvies. And then you finally make it to your gate. That's stressful enough. Now, keep in mind, if you had to travel a couple of hours by car, you might have even encountered somebody who cut you off or did something else. So you're a little bit on edge anyway. You get into the airport, and where it used to be this considered luxury travel, it's just by necessity now, especially if you want to travel overseas or you want to travel, get a six-hour flight as opposed to 24 hours of travel by car. And then you finally get to your gate, and you get on the plane, and you think, I can relax. Ah, you got to be worried about the person next to you. Well, I've seen Because air rage is on the rise. Well, it's been a lot of fights lately on this mask thing. If somebody thinks your mask getting hanging right on a plane, they want to jump on you and beat oh, I, you up. And, and I didn't even talk about that. You got to make sure that you're wearing your mask when you're in the airports. And I can respect that. I know there are a lot of people out there, including ourselves, we're vaccinated and we're a lot, we're probably of the, uh, you know, it, it's, it's your rules. So if you want me to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. I know in healthcare facilities, you're going to wear a mask. Totally get that. There are other businesses that don't require it. If you're going to an airport, you just need to understand up front, I got to wear a mask. Now you got to worry about the person that's next to you. Let me just give you some, just to see how, how many stories or out there about air rage. Woman fined for attacking flight attendant because the seat didn't recline. Oh, that's a real reason to jump on somebody. Okay, woman punches son and steals passenger's cookies. Yeah. Flight diverted after passenger tries to open plane door in midair. Now, that's a big one. They could bring the whole plane down. Yep. How about this? Man who trashed plane toilet an air rage incident. Passenger slaps and spits on flight attendant in violent outburst. I mean, and the list just goes on and on. Oh, and I mean, I there. could read one after another, after another, after another. But when you are 30,000 feet in the air, do you want to experience someone having road rage? And again, most of that is attributed on in the airline industry, it's usually associated to either it's a mental disorder or they've had a beverage or two on the plane. I, I remember when we went on our honeymoon, we were on our way back, okay? And we went to the Caribbean, and a guy gets on, and it was the airline that we were on offered free champagne, okay? 
So right. you got free champagne on the way there, free champagne on the way back. This guy gets belligerent because at some point it's obvious he is very intoxicated. Some people that get intoxicated, they just kind of mellow out and go to sleep. Others are mean, aren't and they? And this was the case of this guy. And so the flight attendants made the decision to shut him down. No more. Well, guess what he did? He went belligerent. And for 30 minutes, we had to listen to the guy. Everybody on the flight was impacted by that. You know all he was worried about? is himself. Yep. Himself. And he wanted more alcohol. And finally, the pilot had to get up and come address him. I noticed that when we got off the flight in Atlanta, he had some company waiting for him. He had law enforcement. <laughs> and he deserved it. Nobody wants to get on that and have to encounter that. But it's the scary element that comes with it in a car and in a plane. I remember not long ago reading a, a story where somebody got that way on a plane. It was like six of them took him down, and they duct taped him until the plane oh, landed. Oh, yeah, exactly. I can't remember what the fight was about, but he just went crazy. Who gets upset because the seat won't recline? Yeah. Most of those things are not wide. They're not real comfortable anyway. You know that going into it. You know you're going to have a two, three-hour flight, and you just suck it up and, and bear it because it's an end to a means. It's a means to an end. It gets you to your destination. This is, for the most part, unless you're traveling first class, it's not luxury transportation. So you know that going in. And don't get me wrong, I have been very fortunate and I have met some wonderful people that have been uh, seated next to me. But if I ended up sitting next to someone, some of these things that we've read off is not only about it's all about me. It's about they could put everybody on that plane in harm's way. They could. We just seem to be on the rise with people caught up with either it's all about me or they're very mentally disturbed in some way, but they get behind a wheel or they get on a plane. And this is on the rise. And think about this, Scotty. These folks have just come off of, hopefully, a nice Thanksgiving with their families. And it's all they can do to get home safely. I don't plan to be on a plane anytime soon. I, I've really changed my whole outlook of where I go, what I do, and uh, take the back roads. I just don't care to be in those big crowds anymore right now. Well, you know, our daughter is going to be scheduled to graduate in May. And one of the things that we told her was pick somewhere and that's where we're going to go. That's going to be our graduation gift. Now, obviously, there's a limit to what we can do. I mean, we can't go to Budapest and Italy and, and France for three months. Matches we, Mississippi is kind of like the cutoff <laughs> over here. Well, we, we have expanded that a little bit beyond our state. So we're saying if you want to go... Wherever, if we can do this within reason, and I know that you know, there's going to be some bucks involved in that, let us know. So we know that wherever she's going to pick, I think it's a high probability that we're going to be flying. And, you know, it's just, you think about the hassle that you're going to be facing is just to make sure that you get there, you get processed, you've gone through security, you're sitting at your gate, and then you kind of think that from that point on, you can breathe a sigh of relief that you get on the plane. And your vacation starts, not necessarily in today's world. You just don't know who you're going to encounter on a flight. You don't know who you're going to encounter on the road just going to the next city. The world is changing, and sometimes there's a lot of pent-up anger that comes out. 
I don't think, Terry, we're going to see an end of this until America makes a stand and makes an example out of people that harm others with this. It's like the kid that's five years old that never gets in trouble. That The parent says, oh, I'm going to spank you if you do this again. And they never do. Yeah. And America, it's just idle threats. Yeah, America's turned into this. As we look at what happened in the news uh, in Wisconsin here, of the guy driving, how many people now? Six people. There is no reason in this entire world that six people should be dead and these other people that probably have injuries for the rest of their life. Think about being, did you see the video of the little toddler that was standing on the street in the parade as he sped by? Yeah, and, and the missed, grandfather yeah. jumps out and well, pulls How fast would you think that car was running? Oh, I mean, it was getting it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like just idling through this parade. He's on a mission. And again, it's the rage. And they're saying that he just came from a domestic situation. So, you know, if you're that upset, don't get in a car. Don't get on a darn plane. But I think we gotta we gotta take this a step further at this point, Terry, because it's they've uh, they give them a little jail sentence and they're out. And I almost want to say this is like the people that uh, the copycat crimes. They see that nothing happens to this person, so when they get mad, I'll go do the same thing. We had this happen. Was it a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, and all those people were run over. I think they were at a protest or something yeah. like that. I mean, they didn't deserve that. No, I don't care who you are. That's not right. And both of them, both of these people. But these people are at a being, Christmas parade, yeah. Scotty. I mean, this is supposed to be a joyous time in their life. When you have Christmas parades, you're going to bring your family. You're going to bring your grandchildren or your children to something like this. Think about there are more victims than six. You've got all of those folks that are in the hospital Think about those little kids that had to witness that, and they're thinking they're there for something good. Yeah, do you see the line this week where it said, just glue me back together, little 11-year-old Oh, girl. yeah, exactly. It, it tugs at your heart. I, I think it makes us, it should make us pause. It should piss us off, but it should make us pause and say, you know what, when you get in a car, when you get on a plane, there's more around your surroundings than just you think of others and if you can't do that then don't get on either one of them i agree i'm like you scotty something's got to stop and if you've got a lot of rage you feel a lot of stress in your life you need to find a way to eliminate it but until the united states learns to deal with people once again this stuff is going to get worse you read about it when you're looking at air rage this is going on in other countries Everybody has seen that people seem to be on edge. I think we need to take a step back and reflect on who we are and, and to your point, who we want to be and set an example. Without a doubt, our country is a nation that is divided, a house that's divided. It's almost as if brothers against brother again. What happened to the days of, well, agreeing to disagree? We've even reached a point where families can't get together at holidays anymore. I even saw last week where Teddy Roosevelt and Thomas Jefferson were removed from New York City because it offended someone. Now that just doesn't seem to be the American way. I guess the moral to my story this week is, don't let anger stand in the way of right and wrong in this world. And never let anyone tell you, just because you're a person of faith, that you shouldn't stand your ground. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and will continue to listen more 
We promise to provide stories that intrigue you, provide a little humor, reflect our heritage and culture, whether it's strange and alarming. Please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. Let us know whether you liked or disliked. Do you have a story to share? If so, we'd like to hear from you. Please email us at comments at secretsfromthesouth.com and provide a brief description of your story along with contact information and we'll be in touch. We'd like to say thanks for dropping by. And if you don't mind, tell a friend about us. We sure hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll see you back next week here at Secrets from the South.